I'm Satya Nelms, and this is Our Mother's Gardens. On this show, we discuss the seeds our mother sowed in us, the ways we have grown, and how we learn to blossom. In this space, Black women that have learned to define success on their own terms share stories of their beginnings, healing, and thriving. Welcome and thank you for being a part of this community of mamas, grandmamas, aunties, sisters, cousins, daughters, and friends. All right, so thank you, Candice, for uh, being willing to be on the podcast, and welcome to our Mother's Gardens. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me. This is this is awesome, really awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you. Um, so to start off, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, I am... A wife and mother of two. I have two daughters, a 14-year-old and an almost 11-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, I, oh, I, I feel like I get stuck after that. Uh, <laughs> I hear with, you. With that, um, I am, I, I, I like to say I'm a very creative person mm-hmm. um, inside, but you wouldn't know it by what I produce. And so I have this, like, creative spark inside of me and I just like to work uh, with my hands and try new things and I think maybe that will be the way I find myself and I find what I'm here to do yeah yeah no I love that and I hear you on uh getting getting stuck after that that's I normally lead with I'm married to my best friend and I have four kids and then (laughs) (laughs) and it's like and oh yeah and I write (laughs) But it's funny how you you start to lead with that, you know, that your relationship with your family, you know, starts to lead. And motherhood is such a big thing, you know. It's, yes. It's so it's, huge. <laughs> it's all-consuming at times, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, it, it really uh, takes a lot of me. Not all of me, but it does take a lot of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. So... Given that we have already dived in and said motherhood is all-encompassing, which it definitely is and can be, or rather can be at times, what else is a mother? What, is it, what does it mean to be a mother? What is a mother? Um, I would say uh, to be a mother, um, to be the kind of mother I would want to be mm-hmm. means that I am... I am encouraging my children to start a spiritual journey with themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that means that I have to give them the space um, to tune into themselves, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to trust their gut, to trust their instinct. Um, But I also have to uh, put a certain amount of them. I have to still give them guidance. And so it's not permissive. It's not whatever you want to do, but it, but it, it needs to be really loving and it needs to be kind of felt not, Mm -hmm. not the kind of loving that's like, you know, that I love you, even though everything I'm doing doesn't Uh. seem like love, you know, that, (laughs) I mean, that's kind of the love I grew up with, you know, that Mm. it, 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 this doesn't, I'm doing these things that because I love you. Um, but those things always seemed really harsh to me and Mm -hmm. they seemed really, like, but like, this is love, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Um, but, but, it, but it was just the way it was, you know, um, and so I guess when I had kids, um, when, when, when I thought about having kids, I thought I wanted to be the kind of mother that the, that the love was felt.
What did you think a mother was when you were growing up? And how did that shift for you? I'm guessing it, maybe it wasn't, but it sounds like having your, you know, your daughters was the catalyst for the shift in your uh, idea of what a mother was or could be. But what did you think a mother was as you were growing up and how did that shift? That's a good question. I'm not sure I, I'm not sure I had any, I don't think I had any expectations of what a mother was when I was growing up. Mm. Um, I lived with my mom sometimes, but I lived with lots of friends and relatives too. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my ideal of a mother might have been, yeah, it it was just kind of like a blank. Mm. Um, And so, so actually, I guess I should say that. So my ideal of a mother might've been what I saw on television. Mm. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. like I had these, perfect mother figures that were you know like um stay-at-home mom figures mm-hmm. um and they seemed so uh involved in their kids life but you know I thought that was purely fiction like mm. so, <laughs> there was no part of my 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 child self that thought that that was a real way that mothers operated in the world mm. I, I just thought it was complete fiction but so good you know like <laughs> that Cosby show because isn't this great that there's this family that they eat together and that they play games together and they talk with each other Mm -hmm. um that just seemed like oh I thought that being at home meant we all go into our separate spaces Mm -hmm. um and and I didn't know that no no you can actually just hang out with each other like it's just the thing to do you know (laughs) or because you're sharing information with each other, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, or you enjoy each other's company, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it was like, uh, um, and so that slowly came, um, not just before kids, but I think have, after having kids. So then I, I had this, so for a while I had this very idealized, perfected image of a mother, mm. you know, everything's going to be proper, everything's going to be right, but that didn't feel right either. You know, that mm-hmm. was very constructive, um, and I think it causes a lot of um, suppressed anger to mm-hmm. be this perfect version of yourself at all times. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's really, really exhausting. Um, so then I had to try another way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that other way is like, man, I have a lot of things to work out. Um, so I'm going to go therapy. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to... And I'm going to really, uh, and I'm actually, this is the funny thing. I'm going to go to therapy because I want my children um, to be their authentic selves. I, I didn't mm-hmm. really think I needed to, to be an authentic version of myself. I just wanted them to stay the way they were, mm-hmm. to, to just be free to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of to do that, I had to start being more free to be myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess that's what happened. And. And now I just feel uh, maybe that a mother is someone who is willing to grow with you, Mm. um, who's willing to kind of put it out there, um, what, 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 what she wants for you, Mm -hmm. why she may want it for you, but then also to, then to take a back seat, you know, because Mm -hmm. we're, we're not really living their life for them. And so to kind of dip in mm-hmm. uh, and guide when, when they need it, but then to also be able to pull back and let them steer the will um, because we all have our own lives, even the very little ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, 
and and it's kind of like it's it's not really our job to uh, lead, lead them into an idealized future mm-hmm. for, that we have for them. It's kind of for what they find for themselves. Right, right. So, who is your mother, and what is your relationship like with her? Um, my mother passed away uh, six mm. years ago, and unfortunately, uh, when she died, we were she was not speaking to me mm. um, about a year before she died I had found out this is way personal but I had found out that she had um, she had started the process to set up um, false identities for my daughters so that she could get credit cards for them and, and their name mm-hmm. and she had done this before to other family members mm. and I was just really disappointed in her mm-hmm. I think I might start crying I'm sorry no, um, I was I'm just so really sorry. disappointed yeah, no no it, so anyway I was disappointed and before I could talk to her about it she basically cut me off and said you know I won't talk to her because that's the way she dealt with shame mm-hmm. and that's the way she dealt with embarrassment like mm-hmm. I just won't even see you <laughs> um oh. so yeah oh man I'm so sorry Oh. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> so what that you know, it was rough. It is rough mm-hmm. because there was no closure. But, but, um, oh, I don't even know what to say. I I don't want to find a false upside to it. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. I guess that I've really had to think a lot about her life. Um, and how I didn't want her choices to affect my life, Mm. um, indefinitely, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's like, yes, that was rough. And that other thing was rough, but I don't want to be burdened with pain. Mm. You know, I don't want my daughters, um, to, I don't want that, that to be the only way they remember me, you know, that mm-hmm. my mom had a rough childhood and then she had a, maybe a rough relationship with her mother. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why we had a rough relationship with her. It, it was mm-hmm. kind of like an opportunity to really start digging deep. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe I guess many things came together for me to go to therapy and like, let's talk this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I found mm-hmm. a really great therapist, which I have to say, it's not just going to therapy because therapists are just people too. Mm-hmm. Um, so to find someone who really sees you mm-hmm. um, and can mirror for you in the ways that you need to mirror so that you can truly grow, mm-hmm. uh, it's just incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, and I think, you know, it's such a, brave courageous thing to set out to you know do something different than your entire maternal lineage as far as far as you know as far back as you know of to know that this is how mothers and daughters have related to one another and to decide that that's not what you want and then to act upon that and actively seek to disrupt that cycle is I mean it's an incredibly challenging thing to do it's an incredibly challenging decision to make intention to set um, and then to carry it out it just it takes a lot of courage thank you 
I agree. I agree, although I don't tend to think about it that way. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, um, it is it is a it is a challenge. Um and in you know in reconciling like you said, you know, you were not able to have that, you know, encounter with your mom where you were able to have closure. What steps, you know, I know you said you've gone to therapy, but have you gotten to a place where you feel some sense of closure or where you feel, you know, more reconciled with, you know, the relationship that you had with your mother? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that speaking about it on my Instagram, um, <laughs> writing about it, mm-hmm. has freed me so much. Um, probably because when I was growing up, my relationship with my mother, everything that happened um, to her, even though, even if I was the recipient of it, mm-hmm. she thought it was her business. So you had no right to speak on it to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, since that was the way I grew up, I, I completely believe that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're you're right that is your business and so I never had I never had maybe um aunts to really talk to or Mm -hmm. there was no one to share what was going on with because I believed that it was private business Mm. um and so it was just everything was so internalized after she died slowly I started talking about it more I started writing about it more Mm -hmm. and that process of realizing my story and her story you know mm-hmm. that yes you're a person and you're not you're not just a character in her life you're actually mm-hmm. the main character in your own life uh, was kind of a a, a, a real eye opener and it sounds so silly to how can you not believe that that's your story but I just I just didn't think it was mm-hmm. you know um, and so when I could write about it things not only started to make sense but they started to heal but mm-hmm. it was like oh you just had to say it wow mm, <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't know that that's how, <laughs> how you know like, you actually spoke about it you actually wrote about it that feels so good mm-hmm. it's like I'm letting go I'm putting down my bags mm, I love that I'm putting down my bags oh I love that um So when you, you know, reflect on, you know, what you just talked about and not realizing as a kid that you had ownership over your own story, that sounds like a way in which there was something that you needed as a child that you were not getting from your mother. Can you think of any ways in which what you needed as a child uh, was aligned with the way that your mother was raising you? Yes, my mom for my mom was not a horrible person by any means. Mm-hmm. She was in fact the life of the party. I was mm-hmm. I was if you cannot tell I was a super reserved child. I'm a reserved adult. <laughs> you know? um, and so I was always, you know, in my own world, um, in my own thoughts and she was like the life of the party and just to be around her was joy especially when she was on when mm-hmm. she was on there was like everyone loved her like mm. i mean she was the, she was the kind of person that everyone knew her <laughs> everyone yeah. knew her name everyone uh immediately gravitated to her uh she was just such a light mm-hmm. she really was and 
I always said to myself, if she would just use her powers for good. You know, <laughs> she, I mean, yes. because really, you know, she had so she was an incredibly strong person that didn't know how strong she was. Mm. Um, and so since maybe she didn't have the guidance that she needed as a young girl, mm-hmm. uh, it just made her a little bit of a fighter, you know? And mm-hmm. so she was, she fought when there was no battle going on. You mm. know? Like, <laughs> no one was, was fighting with her, but she definitely had the fighter mentality. And so it was like, everyone loves you. What's, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so what I got from her, what I needed is that when she was on, she was such a light. She was so, such warmth. Mm-hmm. She could make me feel so loved. Um, and and ultimately, I do know that she loved me as much as she could. She mm-hmm. really did. She just didn't know another way. And mm-hmm. she was too afraid to learn another way. Yeah, it's beautiful that you can extend her that grace, you know, and it, I mean, it, it's an amazing thing for you and for her at the same time, you know, that you can extend her this grace, but it also heals you and frees you to be able to, to see it that way, I think. Um, I think so. Yeah. I, I, I hope so anyway. Um... Yeah. What are some of the biggest lessons that you learned either from things that your mother said or from what you observed of her? Oh, wow. Um, well, I think I, I, I always try, I always apologize to my cats. Um, Mm. for, you know, if I reacted instead of responded, Mm. um, if I was too short, even if I felt like I was in the right, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, I could have said it a different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I, I can let you know that I've been having a bad day. Um, another thing I learned from her, um, or I learned from, um, I guess, witnessing her, is to share my stories and to share stories of my mother and my grandmother from what I know, because I I don't think she wrote there's so much grounding and knowing your lineage Mm -hmm. and I want my kids to know about me and I want them to know about my family. Um, and because my mom kept so much, so much close to her chest, there were so many things I only found out after until I didn't find out until after she passed. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of like, huh, man, (laughs) I wish I had known that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I wish she had shared that with me. And so, um, yeah, to to share more with my girls, but to share in an appropriate way. You know, mm-hmm. they're not my they're not my besties. <laughs> they're, they're my children, mm-hmm. um, and so that I, to 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 really to really be conscious of what I'm saying to them uh, about anyone, actually, not just um, myself, but about other family members too. I think mm-hmm. Um, it matters. Yeah, for sure. So, um, oh no! Go oh, ahead. sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> um, I think one thing that I am learning, which I didn't have it earlier, but to be a little bit more spontaneous, I was always mm. very um, controlled, and I needed to have things go a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think that as I've gotten older, I've become way more spontaneous. Not well, no, that's not true. I've been okay with things happening <laughs> <more> spontaneously. <laughs> 
I guess it's a little bit of a difference. Um, and so <laughs> I think that that was such a gift that she had. And mm-hmm. I, I would like to embrace that a little bit more. So if there, if you were to offer another mother, a black mother in particular, offer okay. advice um, to how to show up for their kids, you know, or just something to keep in mind as they take the take on the journey that is motherhood what advice would you offer them what would you tell them to keep in mind I would say listen to your heart um Mm. to lead with your heart to not be afraid to do it differently Mm. um to not be to not worry about what other people say um yeah to lead from your heart, to not be afraid to do it differently, and and to not worry about what other people say, because it's just, it's your children and it's your relationship with your children. And really, I I would I would really put a fine point in, on relationship mm-hmm. because th- that's really the thing, mm-hmm. a relationship. I mean, I tell my husband I want to see my daughters, um at our table 40 years from now, you know, mm-hmm. like, and enjoying it. Like, you know, like <laughs> I mean, I don't want them to come around just on holidays or, you know, mm-hmm. I want them to want to be there because this is, this is the family we're building for our future, not just for our present. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I guess the, the last thing I want to ask is how do you mother yourself? What does that look like? How do you, yeah, how do you mother yourself? How do you show up for yourself in that way? Wow. So this is something I think about a lot. You'd be surprised. But um, I so much about mothering ourselves, I think, is about discipline. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's having a bad time mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and in honoring it. It's really moving my body every single day um, because when I move my body, my thoughts are clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just more on my game mm-hmm. internally. Um, eating well. It's all the basics, basically what you do for your kids, but like to do it for <laughs> yourselves. Eat. Eat food. <laughs> eat real food before you're hungry. Yes. You know? <laughs> Drink lots of water. I mean, it's like the basics. But much of it is just discipline and doing it every single day and it it just changes your entire world mm-hmm. it, it really does I, I I can't um I I can't stress it enough you know to really take care of your children take care of yourself the way you take care of your children physically mm-hmm. will lead to so many incredible um emotional and mental breakthroughs And that's so true, you know, and, you know, when you say it, it sounds, you know, so simple, like take care of yourself the way you would take care of your child. But so, you know, so many mothers don't. Why do you think, why do you think it is that that is difficult for us to do? We don't know, maybe because we don't know how to prioritize ourselves in the right way. Mm. Um, Sometimes, you know, when I see all the things on social media about self-care, a lot of it is wonderful, but a lot of it is just about, um, really about indulgence mm-hmm. and, and, uh, taking a mental break, 
which is totally fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not really um, self-love, the kind that disciplines you. It, it doesn't nurture you. Like, mm. the things that they're suggesting doesn't really nurture you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we get maybe in this trap of thinking that um, that we have so little time mm-hmm. that with the time we have, we should use it numbing ourselves or fantasizing, you know, going out into uh, being in our own mental world as opposed to just doing the basic things. Like mm-hmm. we, we think like we can do that. We can sneak in that later. You can mm-hmm. get the food in later. You can get the water in later. You mm-hmm. can get the rest in later. <laughs> and that's just not true. I mean, you know, you're drinking tons of coffee Um, you're getting no sleep, especially if you have young children, you're getting no sleep. And I don't think many people even realize what little sleep does to you. I mean, it mm-hmm. just, it's, it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> like, yes. you know? But maybe because we live in a society that doesn't value sleep, that it's very easy for us to forget how much we need that, that basic thing. Um, so maybe between the lack of good sleep and the lack of true nurturing of our, our physical selves, we kind of lose the script and then mm-hmm. we are just surviving each day mm-hmm. with our kids. Um, as best mm-hmm. we can. Um, and I'm not going to knock that because I've had many years of surviving with my kids. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, it, it, whatever gets you to the next stage it, so it's a little bit of both, you know, not being too hard on yourself when you can't do all of the wonderful things, but also being honest with yourself about why you can't mm-hmm. when you can Mm-hmm. You know, like really, am I preventing myself from doing it, or do I really not have any time? Mm. It's, it's a fine line. It really is. Yeah, and I think you know what you said is huge. You know, there's a difference between surviving and thriving. There's a difference between self indulgence and self care. Um, and like you said, it's it's great to pamper yourself, mm-hmm. but you can do the basics as well and that will also count as self-care you know self-care doesn't have to always be you know a day at the spa Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and the basics always don't sound so fun I mean Mm -hmm. you know you're like I'm tired I don't want to go walk a mile or you know (laughs) it it just feels like no that's too much I'll do it tomorrow Mm -hmm. but and then I'll do it the other tomorrow you know like it's always in the future kind of thing and so a lot of the things that um a lot of the self-discipline it's not really fun in the present you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel really good Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like no I I don't want to go to sleep early because this is the only time I get to myself all day Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna stay up late but then it just totally boomerangs on you Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Unless you're a night person. So how do you teach your your daughters these habits of, you know, mothering, of, you know, caring for themselves? Is it something that you start when they're really young or do you wait until they're older? How do you teach them this? Um, I think by doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that just by doing that, you know, um, there are certain things that they can't see necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, me going to bed, although if they come out too late and I'm still up, they're like, mom, you know, <laughs> so you have to model that way. But the, we do lots of family hikes. We walk a lot together. We, we do dog walks together in the evening. Um, and sometimes they don't want to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I just have to remind them how good they're going to feel afterwards, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so yeah, I, I guess they're just 
kind of unfortunately along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but hopefully they'll remember later, um, and and they'll remember the things that felt good to them, and 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 they'll be able to bring it back into their lives when they need it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Our Mother's Gardens. If you want to support the show, you can make a sustaining donation on Patreon by visiting our page, Our Mother's Gardens. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review. You can also find us on Instagram at Our Mother's Gardens PC. Our Mother's Gardens is a Honey Bunch of Stinkweed production. The podcast features music produced by Pata. 